0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. This is episode 297, our uh, post election special. Do you you feel special? Uh, It is the morning of November 4th. I am doing this now because, well, I'm up. Because I slept like crap, because. peace, hope, and understanding. Flesh eating virus. Who knows? Looking at the numbers, um, this is as of four minutes ago, uh, according to the AP. Got Biden 238, Trump 213, 87 not yet called. This has Nevada, Wisconsin leaning Biden, Georgia. North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, meaning Trump and just need to just need thing Uh, there are still a lot of mail-in ballots and a lot of absentee ballots and all whatever other words you want to use for them that have not yet been counted the turnout at last I heard was big pretty big And uh, it's hard to process all the stuff that came in through the mail, because a lot of places don't. Um, It's hard to process a lot of those places and do all the in-person voting at the same time. So we're probably not going to know for, I would bet, at least a week, maybe longer. I know it just warms your cockles. No one likes cold cockles, but that's just how it's going to be. So if you get anybody who's, like, panicking, don't panic. If you're panicking, don't panic. Worry, don't panic. It's what we do around here. Um, Keep clicking because I'm looking at stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh... It's just going to take time. Everybody knew it was going to take time. We just have to remind ourselves that it's taking time. That said, back to fun times. Uh, Welcome to November. You excited? Sure you are. Over in the website, we've got some new Dragon Quest and Pokemon and Minecraft from me. That's it. Uh, we've got some more manuals, etc., including Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy Origins, the Game Boy Perfect Guide, and Dot Hack Outbreak and Quarantine. Um, what's the latest soundtrack? Gogol 13, I believe, was the last one. I think that's correct. We'll go with that.
1: i you. I'm going to the No.
0: Is the year 1970s on Earth and suddenly the Devil Space Empire Beezlebub Beast Space Corps led by Bin Day begin their invasion you got it this is 70s robot anime Geppy X the super boosted armor a shooter for the PlayStation developed and published by Aroma released in 1999 I'm fairly certain we haven't talked about this one this was a monthly from back in April of 2018 and um. It's pretty darn incredible. You see, X was gonna be a licensed game based on another giant robot anime, and they lost the license, but they pretty much had most of it done. So in kind of like a Sunsoft, Journey to Silius, Terminator, Sunman, Superman kind of thing, they said, well, we'll just release the game. So they invented a show to base the game on so in between all the stages there's you know there's a there's an introduction for a show there's a clip of what the setup for the show you have half the stage you take a commercial break there are commercials in the game for fake products that are based on the game then you finish the show and then you have the end credits it's it's Brilliant. That's all I can say. This is one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen in gaming. The music is fantastic Uh, The gameplay is not super great You feel real slow and clunky when you move, but it's enough to keep it interesting and It's a side-scrolling shooter and those are generally pretty darn good. Even the not-so-great ones are pretty alright so I would Super Ultra Armor Boosted Gepi 70 Robot Anime X. Recommend that you give this a try. at the homepage for 1980X here, which is where we're going to be, you know, getting our reviews. It's not looking as good as I uh, I was hoping. We have no user reviews. We have some critical reviews. And we don't usually do critic reviews because you would like to think that, you know, I say you'd like to think, but not, not always the case that there's actual people who edit these, because I've seen some official documentation from some official places that is not very well put together. Um, plus I just, you know, as much as I do, I really don't like video game reviews. Um, I, part of the reason we do this section is so I can make fun of them. Um, the uh, the guy who is doing this for GameSpot, so, you know, not the best. I'll just read his uh, summation. 1980X ends with a to-be-continued. This feels appropriate because the game, which is not explicitly billed as episodic on its Steam page, feels not just short but incomplete. As neat as the concept is, 1980X doesn't do enough to sell you on the connection between the meta-narrative of the kid and the arcade games he's playing, or spend enough time investing you in why any of this matters. There's promise in some of these short genre riffs, but the game doesn't give you many reasons to care about the kid and his desire to get out of the suburbs. 1980X is a great idea with middling execution while its game offers some brief enjoyment, there's not enough here for the game to feel like a proper ode to 80s arcade. Nor does the kid's plight and his longing to escape his current life totally connect. There's definitely a spark of something here, and shadow play in particular is a lot of fun but 1980x feels more like a proof of concept than a final product he gave it a five he says the good each game has a strong sense of visual style soundtrack fits right in shadow play is great and out of the void has its moments the bad the nostalgia for childhood mostly comes off as whiny and immature and the games are too thin and short to make much of an impact now james o'connor who wrote this born in 1987 but is still, for whatever reason, into 80s nostalgia. It says he finished 1980X in about 90 minutes and didn't feel particularly compelled to play a second time. That's what it says about the author. Now, James O'Connor is too old to really have captured most of this. This, He was born in 87, so he would have been three in 1990, so he, he really did miss out. And I'm not much older than him. He's younger than my younger brother. And my younger brother doesn't remember anything about the 80s, so James here doesn't know anything about it. So can you have nostalgia for something that you never experienced? I don't think you can. Maybe I'm wrong. He finished it in about 90 minutes. That's a long time for this game. It is relatively short. And he didn't feel compelled to play it a second time. Well, there's no reason to. Like, there's no side quests, there's no bonus content. It is narrative driven. You have reached the end of the narrative. You don't need to go back unless you want to re-experience the narrative. Which from what it sounds like to me, he didn't pay much attention to because a lot of his criticisms, you know, what's why is he playing arcades? There's not a we don't have a connection. Yeah, totally he says it the kid says it in the game in his narration. He doesn't like his life at home. It's been stressful. His parents fight, or something like that. It's been a while since I played it, but things at home are not good. He's not happy at home. He's not happy at school. So he finds a new home in the arcade. Um, doo-doo-doo. doesn't sell you on the connection between the meta narrative of the kid and the arcade games he's playing. Well, yeah, each each one, each game is put in kinda for a reason. <laughs> The game starts out with a beat-em-up style, kind of a final fight, double dragon-ish kind of thing, because that's what he feels like his life is like in high school. It feels like he's having to battle his way through everything. And then there's the shadow play. The ninja game is the running and jumping one. That one, I'm not... Because he had to run to get to the arcade once. He was, like, getting chased or something. He was going to get beat up. And then there's a space shooter, which I think was the opening game, which really kind of just sets the mood... Sets a tone and then there was a first person first person excuse me uh, dungeon crawling RPG which that's where the lines really start to break down between what we're seeing and what we're being told uh, because some of the encounters in that dungeon end up saying things to the character that maybe a parent would say to the character so I don't know how the dude played the game half an hour longer than it really needed and didn't pick up on anything. He must just be bad at the gaming aspect of it. And maybe that's why. Maybe he was so upset that he couldn't figure out how to play the ninja game or got lost in the RPG that, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I. It's kind of like everybody that read Ready Player One and got real excited and nostalgic for the 80s when most of the... Uh, references to 80s things in ready player one existed pre and post 80s and the ones that were more solidly in the 80s were like 88 89 90 so you know it's it's there's a market for fake nostalgia out there and uh, James O'Connor here sounds like the kind of, and he he looks like Will Wheaton, so that that tells you something. And he just posted posted a new image of the EA Play logo. What a guy! What a guy! Uh, he seems like the perfect candidate for that kind of thing. It's probably pre-ordered Ready Player Two already.
2: Deus yo, teu i
0: Let's read some news our lead story this week crime report Halloween edition Nathan Garisto 26 of Largo Florida was arrested on October 19th in a domestic battery charge the smoking gun reported that Garisto was quote heavily intoxicated while engaging in a verbal argument with his girlfriend unquote according to police he refused to leave after his girlfriend asked him to instead throwing quote a pumpkin and all insides of the pumpkin at the subject unquote I don't know who we're quoting. The police, maybe? Garisto maintains he threw the pumpkin at the door, not at the girlfriend. He was released on bond in order to have no contact with the victim. All insides of the pumpkin. Pumpkin innards, we call those. Story of sweet love. Sugar Good, 49, who manages a Dunkin' Donuts store in Edmond, Oklahoma, knew a good man when she saw one. Every morning at 7.15 as he collected his sausage, eggs, and cheese croissant at her drive-thru, and then after a year of friendly commercial exchanges, the New York Times reported Good finally got up the nerve to hand John Thompson, 45, her business card along with his food and coffee. Two years later, on October 13th, Good and Thompson tied the knot at the place that brought them together, the Dunkin' drive through We knew we wanted to share it with the Dunkin' family, Good said. She stood at her spot in the window and Thompson drove up in his red truck where former pastor Colby Taylor was waiting for them. Wait, where? Where was he waiting? Taylor kept the ceremony short as other customers were lined up behind Thompson. But at the end, Good came outside and Thompson got out of his truck for their first kiss as regulars, friends, and family cheered them on. Our story wasn't glamour, Good said, but it was true romance. This is going to be more about the name. That wasn't very, very good, Anyway, bright idea. In Littleton, New Hampshire, a Hillsborough County grand jury filed indictments against Lisa Landon, 33 in early October, the union leader reported. Landon was scheduled in court for three different cases in November and December in 2019 involving drug possession and stalking. To avoid going to jail, Landon impersonated a prosecutor using the court's electronic system to file fake documents dropping the charges against her. A state forensics officer noted last November that the charges uh, were dropped and wondered if a scheduled a competency evaluation on Landon should proceed which tipped off court officials while she was at it Landon allegedly filed an order on behalf of a relative to halt guardianship proceedings involving Landon's child she's been charged with one count of fault impersonation and six counts of falsifying physical evidence but she used an electronic system it's not physical it's digital make up your mind Cue the lawyers, nightmares really do come true. Oh God, we know. On October 24th, as Leonard Shoulders, 33, waited at a bus stop in the Bronx, New York, the sidewalk beneath him gave way and he dropped into a decrepit basement full of rats, Fox News reported. Bystanders alerted authorities and Shoulders was rescued from the dark hole about 30 minutes later with injuries, including a broken arm, broken leg, and scraped face. New York's Department of Buildings said the basement beneath the sidewalk was poorly maintained. You don't say. And the building was closed until repairs can be made. You don't say. The meth made me do it, ladies and gentlemen. Traffic slowed to a crawl and people got out of the cars on a busy roadway in Chongqing, China. On... That's probably not how I pronounce that, but too late. On October 17th, hoping to collect banknotes that were raining down from the sky. As it turned out, the money wasn't coming from heaven, but from an unnamed 29 year old man who was tripping on methamphetamine in his 30 story high apartment overlooking the street. As he showered passersby with money, police arrived and took him into custody and then he was receiving treatment according to the Guardian. Where's, what's the crime? What did he do? What did he do wrong? Nothing. This one's just called Florida. A woman who would not leave a St. Petersburg, Florida mobile gas station was arrested for trespassing on October 14th, the smoking gun reported. That's not the weird part. Melinda Lynn Guerrero, 33, was also charged with providing a false name to law enforcement after she repeatedly said her name was, quote, my butt just farted, unquote. Officers were familiar with Guerrero from a series of arrests over several years, and her last name is tattooed on her back. So and they noted that she may have been under the influence of alcohol or drugs. One or the other, not both. The continuing crisis. Sure, COVID-19 has been tough on human beings, but don't discount the effects the virus has had on our aquatic friends. Take Miko, a three-foot-long grouper, who lives at the Sea Life Helsinki Sea Lab Ocean Laboratory. All right, you got too many repeated words in there. Sea Life Helsinki Sea Lab Ocean Lab. How about the Sea Life Lab in Helsinki, there you go, where he had to be isolated because he kept eating his tank mates. When the aquarium closed because of the pandemic, Miko appeared depressed, becoming more still and distant than usual. His caretakers told Life Alive, sorry, excuse me, to cheer him up. The caretakers and other staff had lunch and coffee breaks by by his tank. They also had a TV to keep him company. But on October 12th, excuse me, Miko got the ultimate pick-me-up a 16th birthday party featuring a salmon cake. Aquarium representatives said he enjoyed the party. He's so lively. just floating. Election snafu. Oh, don't. No news. Don't. Oh, and it's all Russian names. Oh, boy. Nikolai Loktev, 58, the incumbent mayor of... Povolikino in Russia asked the woman who cleans the city hall to add her name to a ballot as a formality in order to comply with a regulation that elections must have two or more candidates. That is a good regulation. Nobody should ever run unopposed for anything. In a twist of fate, however, Marina... Udgoskaya received 62% of the vote compared to Loktev's 34% on September 28th. I didn't think people would actually vote for me, she said, according to the BBC. But one village shopkeeper explained, if we could have voted against all, we would have done, but we had the option to vote for Marina, so we did. I think she'll cope. The whole village will help. Lochtev is sporting a stiff upper lip. I'm not upset. People voted for it, so let her do the, her job. Uh, that's alright. That's, I mean... Not that's not how you want to pick somebody, but that the guy lost and is just like, no, that's how it goes. That's a much better way to do it. Family values on October 8th as an advent health worker. He had a new one every day. Checked visitors temperatures at Disney World in Orlando, Florida. She noticed a woman removing something from the stroller she was pushing and place it in the bushes outside the entrance to the park. The woman then proceeded through the checkpoint and into the park. The witness alerted authorities who found a purse and inside a handgun. The woman, Marsha Temple of Georgia, returned to the spot and told the officers the purse was hers, but threw her six-year-old son under the bus. I told my son to hold it for me and stand right there while I go get my brother. He put it down and messed with the plants, and I put it back, but I didn't know he put it down, and I didn't know he left it over here. What? Hold on. I'm going to read her quote one more time. I had told my son to hold it for me and stand right here while I go get my brother, period. He put it down, comma, and messed with the plants and I put them back, comma, but I didn't know he put it down, and I didn't know he left it over here, period. He put it down and messed with the plants, I put them back, but I didn't know he put it down, and I didn't know he left it, oh boy. Unfortunately for Temple, security cameras captured her planting the purse in the bushes, ClickOrlando.com reported. Orange County deputies said the firearm was fully loaded. Temple did not have a concealed weapons permit for either Florida or Georgia, so she was charged with carrying a concealed firearm. How many other things was she blamed on the kid? Least neighborly neighbor. Oh, this one's about me. Ryan Ferry. Aw. And his wife moved into their Clearwater, Florida home with great expectations about living in a neighborhood they loved. But their next-door neighbor Ken Nielsen, Channel 5 News, had other plans. He threatened to shoot me in the face numerous times, Ferry told WFLA. My wife can't go out back and sunbathe because he will pull up a chair and take pictures of her. The final straw came on October 24th when Ferry hung lights on the side of their shared fence for a birthday party that evening. Nelson called the police to ask Ferry to remove the lights, but he called 911 again, telling the operator, I've got a ton of weapons. i got hand grenades. I'll blow them out of the ground. The pauses are because they're ellipses. If you can take comfort in the fact that it's not personal, Nielsen assaulted another neighbor in 2016 for power washing while he was trying to watch the Olympics. And you know what? It's probably not illegal in Florida to take pictures of someone sunbathing in their own backyard, because Florida...
1: You know you.
0: Okay, uh, real quick um, update on everything, because the music in this section is short and I don't want to extend it. So, uh, we are changing our work schedule around. Um, starting next week, we're not going to do 5.8s, we're going to do 4.10s, meaning I'm going to be working late uh, later Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Shouldn't impact the streams at all. Um, Monday stream, obviously, is not going to change because I won't be working Monday. And Wednesday streams are still an hour after I would get home from work. I might tweak them a little bit, just so you know. And still in the process of getting the podcast moved from Podcast Generator, which I wouldn't trust to bring me a dollar, oh, to um, a new one called Anchor.fm. Uh, I've got first five seasons of the show moved over the first five years we are in the 6th year right now and we are more than halfway through that year so i'm going to be moving that over if you would like to you can visit anchor.fm where you can subscribe to the show on uh, another another feed if you want over at anchor.fm uh, you should be able to find all the old episodes the way i'm doing this is i'm just i'm making five old ones public a day until we're caught up so we got a little time yet uh, you can visit Anchor.fm. You can find us on Breaker, CastBox, Google, and Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. And there is a second um, stream, thread, whatever, on feed on Spotify. If you want to resubscribe, go and find the second Electric Leftovers. It's going to be the one with fewer episodes. And it's going to be a little bit obnoxious, but I think I can get this done if I, if I just sit and book it. I can get this done. Uh, six, seven, eight. This will be out before thing, uh before Christmas. Easy, we'll be all moved over. Just letting you know now. Anchor.fm/slash Electric Leftovers. You can get all the subscription stuff over there, and it's got um like a voicemail kind of thing too, something like that. Anyway. I haven't played with that aspect too much. I've been too busy moving stuff. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Check out lowbiasgaming.net for all your video game soundtracks and everything else. You can find description in the description, you can find links to where you can support the show. Patreon.com slash Jason's Groove Machine. Over at Anchor, you can do the same. And you can find me on Twitter at Jason, G-R-V-I-N. we're running out of time on the music, so I'm going to go fast. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you next week. Good luck with everything. Bye. to you by electric leftovers is a low bias gaming production low bias gaming we play games